Hi, Holly. I'm here with Holly, too. <laughs> and we just want to say Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Today we're going to be uh, talking about why Halloween is gay Christmas. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, but to start off, I have a little treat for you. Would you rather do a trick? I will do a treat. You'll do a treat? You don't like it when I trick you? I'm worried because I see those jelly beans again. <laughs> From last week. Yes. No, I have a few different things here. Um, I actually have one called Toxic Waste. It is a hazardly sour candy. And there's actually like instructions on the back that tell you based off of how long you actually um, how long you actually can stand it in your mouth. I'm making a total meat face right now. I, I'm not pleased. Just not happy. That's not a treat. But I have a few other treats I want to do before that one. Oh. Okay. Yay. So I actually went to the world market and found Ooh. a few fun things. I'm going to start with um, something that I know that you've actually, you've already had something like this in the past. Is that correct? Oh, that looks like Pocky, but with crunch bar all around it. Yeah, it's called Peppero. It's uh, it's a Korean brand chocolate. It's a stick. Looks like a um, a pretzel stick with chocolate and like a crunch all around it. So it's by the company Lottie. It's chocolate and biscuit. So I'm gonna open this right here. And very fancy. Very very fancy box of packaging. Kind of like a firecracker, one of those big ones. Oh, and it's going to be all crunchy and pops in your mouth like a firecracker. So, Arr. I'm going to give you one of these here. Oh, my. You tell me You tell me what you think. Let's take a bite. Hmm. It's okay. I'm, I don't really like, um, what is it, the crunch bars? I'm not a big crunch bar person. I don't know. The chocolate. I'm not a big fan of the chocolate around it. It doesn't have that sweetness that a lot of the chocolates have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. It kind of tastes like popcorn. It really does, yeah. It's kind of weird. I was not expecting popcorn when I bit into chocolate with biscuit. Huh. The crunch is a very light, airy crunch. It's not very... There's a crunch to it. It just has a different flavor. It just... It tastes different from some of the other brands that I've seen that are similar to it. But would you, if you were a kid and you held out your pumpkin, would you say this is oh, no. pumpkin worthy? No. no. That, as I said, I've never liked Crunch Bars. That would be one for my mom or my sister. I'd be like, here you go. I think this is pumpkin worthy. I think a kid would love these, but probably not as much as a Reese's peanut butter cup. Hmm. Well, yeah, it depends on the kid. Me, personally, no, that needs to add my pumpkin. So, no. um, we're going to go from Korea to Japan. Oh, God. And this is actually not going to be a sweet treat. Just open one of them. We Just don't open one? It. Yeah. This is actually a, um, it's called a Ocean's Halo Sea Salt. And it is a seaweed treat. It's not a treat. It's a snack. What? A lot of people dip this in rice. 
I haven't had this, I think, since elementary school. I mean, I eat seaweed at, like, sushi restaurants. Wait, why don't we split this in half? I'm going to try one. I'm going to try a whole one here. Do you not like these? You said you liked... It depends on the flavor that they have. Some of them taste just like seawater. Some are delicious. Well, it looks like paper to me. It looks like green paper that's been dried out. Or like a pork rhino, almost. So someone didn't like it. You didn't care for that, did you? That was really bad for me. That was really bad for you? Uh, yes. I didn't care for it either. Uh, it would be good if I had some sticky rice and soy sauce. Then it would be really good. It definitely needs soy sauce. It's hard to believe that people like to eat that, but it's... it's well, as I said... It's a cultural thing. Yeah, most people like to eat it with their rice, though. Ugh. I'm going to take us back over to kind of a, a jelly, like what we did last week, only this is actually an English treat. Um, jelly babies. They're called jelly babies. They're called gourmet English-style sweets. Mm. And supposedly they're really popular. Ooh, I wonder if they have a plum flavor. I don't see any flavors on here. They just... So... I'm going to assume that these are not going to be too different than, like, maybe Swedish fish. They look like they have a powder on them, like a lot of Japanese candies do. Okay, it's open. Ooh, Which color do you want yummy. there? I'm going to grab a pink one. I'm going to try purple, because I'm hoping that's plum. Oh, please don't be great. Mmm. They're amazing. Mm. I like that. Mmm. Those are pretty good. Another one? Yeah. These are really good. I'm just gonna get one of every flavor. <laughs> they're they're very sugary, but they're pretty good. Mm. They're not quite like anything we have here in America. They taste like dots, but they don't feel like dots. Yes, they do taste like dots. Mm -hmm. But they have a very um, I don't know coarse. Is that the right word? Yeah, it kind of feels like powder to chew on mixed with jelly. They just kind of, like, evaporate, kind of like, um, mm. um... They're very dry. Yeah. Mm. Very different. Now, would you like to have one of these in your pumpkin? Oh, yeah. We'll have to remember that next year. When you trick-or-treat. I like the jelly, baby. I'm guessing you wouldn't want the seaweed in your pumpkin. No, no, thank you. I think there'd be a lot of seaweed in the trash. Probably. Not in the sea. Well, it finds its way back to the sea in another way. Now, we're going to step away from uh, a lot of the gummies and other kinds of candies, and we're actually going to do something uh -oh. called a Turkish Delight. Ooh. And these are pretty popular in America, more as a pastry than they are a candy. You want to split this one, too, just in case? Yeah, we could do that. This is, um, it's just a milk chocolate, but it's made 
Well. In Turkey? Oh, you mean like you're worried it might not be made in Turkey? It says Cadbury. Uh, Bourneville. The Queen Coco. Well, I don't know who she is, but... It's United Kingdom. Oh, why did you say... Oh, so like they made a Turkish candy. Interesting. Feels yeah, very it's, good. It's made by... Okay, so this was actually made in Dublin. Oh, Ireland? Yeah, so this is going to be in Irish. It's by the Cadbury Company. Oh. So let's see what this is. Why is it Turkish Delight? I don't know. I oh. think it's just the name of it. Okay, just like how in America we've got different Yeah, things. like a French fry. They don't make them all in oh, France. Like the wrapper says fries on it. I don't need a huge piece, just a tiny bite. Oh, no. Oh, is that goodness. caramel? It's, uh, it's oh my God. gummy with, I thought there'd be maybe, okay. Is it strawberry? Raspberry? Mm. It, it tastes like soap. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm not a fan of this. I like Turkish delight. <laughs> it tastes like soap with chocolate. Oh my God. It's a gummy covered in chocolate. Like a raspberry gummy. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> oh. It just goes to show how different our cultures are. What is that flavor? I think it's raspberry. That's not raspberry. There's it almost ginger. Oh, what is it? I mean, yeah, I do love that it really does show off how different taste buds ew, beetroot. <sighs> I hate beets. That would is that what it is? is it, it says beet? there's beetroot in it. Oh, oh yuck! Sorry to anybody that likes that. That's not my cup of tea. Well, we got another one. We're going to take you back to Japan again, Yeehaw. and this is typically where Holly shines, except for when it comes to seaweed. You can you have to tell me what this says because oh. I don't read Japanese. Oh. It's off of little Ramoon sodas. Oh, uh, Pukau? 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 Have you ever had these before? I've had Puchau, or Pukau, however you say it. But I have not had Ramoon soda ones. I love Ramoon. Those little marble sodas. Oh. That's what they are. Um, and she loves the little marble sodas. Two soda flavors. So there's a red one that's cola. And a blue one that is... Oh, the Ramoon. Okay, so the blue one is the little marble sodas that we get when we get sushi. And the red one is the cola. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to do the gooey? blue one first. It is kind of gooey. It is a little oh. gooey. Is it like a Starburst goo or now and later Yeah, goo? no, it's, it's like a Starburst. It actually feels like a Starburst. I'm sure it tastes... Nom, nom, nom. Hmm. hmm. It's not bad. It's not great. I'd eat it if I didn't have any other candy to eat. Hmm. It's definitely different, but I like it. It has a different taste, a very distinct taste to it. It does taste like the little marble floaters, though. Mm -hmm. It's weird. In the middle, it's like super chewy. Mm-hmm. 
but the outside is not super chewy, giving it a very weird inconsistent texture. I really like it though. I, I like how it feels. Oh, so I'm looking at the cola one. They've got tiny little like hard pellets in it and a gel center. It's a very interesting candy. It's got like three different textures to it. Huh. Well, we're trying the cola one. Mm-hmm. Oh my. It does taste like cola. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Oh, the hard thing makes it fizz in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That is weird. It tastes just like cola. I'd have to say these are not my favorites. Hmm. Um. Can I bring these to work for people to try? They're yours. Take them to work. Dang, cool. Do you want to bring any for Sherry to try? Shout out to Sherry. Go Sherry. Yeah, she might like to try these. She's uh, another Holly over here. I'll try that too. <laughs> <laughs> I just popped over the Turkish candy too. It's like everything we don't like. <laughs> Give away. Give to Sherry. Sherry, eat our leftover candy. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry, I needed a sip of soda. Hmm. Well, is that it? No. We actually have one more. This is going to be the final one. Oh, I forgot about this. This is the trick, not the treat. Mm-hmm. This is the trick right here. <sighs> I have not had anything sour in a long time. Now, these are to toxic waste candies. They're hazardly... Let's see if... Sorry, I can't even talk. Got the last candy in my <laughs> mouth here. Uh, they're sour candies. And you actually have time limits on them. If you can hold it in your mouth, if you have to take it out by 15 seconds, you're a wuss. 30 seconds is a crybaby. 45 seconds is a toxie wannabe. A full 60 seconds is a toxie head. Okay? Okay. Now, here's the kick. Um, we're going to try these. And while we're doing this, I want you to describe. Kind of watermelon one at least. Your favorite holiday, Halloween experience while you're doing this. I don't know what these are. Here's okay. an apple. Here's a watermelon. Watermelon. Like me or? Yes. So we're going to put it in your mouth. We're going to actually set a timer here. Oh. And I'm going first. Okay. We're, we're oh going to have God. you go first. Oh, man. Hmm, my watermelon pink wrapper is gooey green candy. It's kind of hard, but also gooey. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared, scared, scared. Oh, God. Am I doing okay. it? Are you ready? Yep. Set, go. Okay, she doesn't seem phased by it yet. Move around your mouth a little bit. Mm -mm. I want you to talk to me. I don't wanna. Oh, it's getting sour. What's your... <laughs> She's making faces now. At 15 seconds, so you've surpassed... Okay, you doing it? You doing alright? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're... If you spit it out now, you're a crybaby. So tell me about your first... Your very first Halloween memory. Uh was trick-or-treating with my mom 
and my sister. And... 45 seconds. This lady said, Jesus loves you. And me and my sister said, thanks, you too, really happily. And my mom was very embarrassed, and we didn't get why. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, we both shouted it back at her as we pranced away. That's funny. Well, you made it. You made the minute, so you are free to crunch it up now. Oh, God. And now you're a full toxie head. Congratulations. I love it. That sour? Ah, she's still having sour kicks. <laughs> I kind of feel like warheads are more sour. Oh. Watermelon does not taste like watermelon, by the way. What's it taste like? Um, kind of mangoey. Really? Mm-hmm. So, they got black cherry in here, they got apple, they have your watermelon, Ugh. blue raspberry. I think I'm going to do an apple. I, I love sour apple candies. Alright, I'll hold the timer. Oh. And I don't know, I can't remember my very first uh, memory of Halloween. I asked you that. Let's let's wait until we get the sour in your mouth and hear but, that story. But you can ask me any question about um, Halloween you want. So you don't remember your first one? I, I okay. Well, I mean, well, my very first one that I can remember, I think I was maybe, I had to have been maybe ten. I can tell you the stories of some of that stuff. It's so sticky. What about your favorite kid Halloween, like with mommy and daddy? I can I can tell you one of those. So, ready? Yep. Here I go. Um. Go on. Ooh. <laughs> it makes you... face. It's making you want to fuck her. <laughs> um. <laughs> my... <laughs> my teeth are so, uh... Just stick it up so much I can't talk. You're at 30 seconds. Um, one of my favorite Halloweens, we actually had my cousin there, and then, um, oh goodness, <laughs> we ended up just going around, and there wasn't anything super special, but we have it recorded on video. I was, uh, a, um, astronaut. And I think it was one of the first years my older brother didn't go. She just now hit a minute. She is a full toxie head. Oh, thank God. I'm going to crunch it up. Oh, well, you did pretty good. Oh, my goodness. And when you bite it... It gets more sour. It does. Yeah. Eh, she's like got her hand over her mouth. Ooh-wee. Oh, you want to finish your story? I mean, there wasn't much to the story. I mean, my Halloweens have always been memorable, but not like... There's not anything about them that's like... Like Christmas or something. Uh-uh. Yeah. The Halloween was... It was fun to go walking out with, like, my mom. But it definitely does not, like, fill my heart like Christmas morning does. 
Oh, but that's another discussion for another day. But well, it's still fun. That's kind of similar to what our next discussion is going to be about. So, I'd say all this candy was real good. The only one that I would not have in the Ugh. pumpkin is probably the seaweed. Mm. Well, the seaweed's like if somebody put an apple, which I prefer an apple, but nobody wants healthy stuff in their pumpkin. I just thought I'd throw in something that was a little less sugary. <sighs> um, but if I had to pick the candy, it'd be that Turkish. That one was that was pretty bad. Yeah, not a fan of that one as much. Yeah. Um, so, I guess let's go into our little discussion, now that we just filled up on some candy. The why Halloween is gay Christmas? Yes, so, actually, um, last year there was an article written by NBC News, and it's called Why Halloween is Gay Christmas to Many LGBTQ Americans. And it was actually, there's other articles that have been written, I've noticed, that are based off of the same idea. Like, um, there's another website, queersforacause.com. And they talk about it, too, about um, the community has always seemed to thrive in Halloween. And a lot of it's because I think a lot of people can get away with wearing dresses, and it's more common to see a person wearing a dress as a joke, even though maybe it makes them feel better, but it's not a joke to that person um. but um there's even an article here that is on queersforacause.com according to the pittsburgh police back in 1914 they would no longer arrest people for cross-dressing um that's crazy that you could be arrested just for dressing some way yeah and a lot of people tend to um moved to larger cities at that time in the early 20th century and throughout the 20th century just because they felt like people looked at them less in that sense. Oh, um, because uh, you're just another face in the crowd? Yeah, because there's so many people. But, you know, that makes sense. That's why you have a lot of the Midwest, which is where we're from. It's a lot harder for us to fit in because... We're out there where you see us everywhere, but it's just not something that is still on every corner. Even though I feel like we're in a smaller city right now, about 25,000 people here. And it's, um, might even be more than that. I, I can't remember what the population of this city is, but, um, there are a lot of LGBTQ representatives here in the city and in the state and I feel like it's becoming more of a open state with this kind of stuff so it's not feeling as restricted I think it also helps that we have that governor that is seems very libertarian she always claims not to be extremely conservative or extremely liberal which is more about how I am I'm not a party affiliate person not going to get into all the politics, but, um, I mean, communities often do find their way from a leadership position, and the community is also the one that decides that leader, so, I don't know, I don't know, this area seems to be very progressive for our location, and I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. Um, 
if you've ever been to bars and clubs, especially if you go to like New York or if you go to Chicago or even San Francisco, you see a lot of people that really like to dress up very... Um, they like to just kind of go overboard dressing up even when it's not Halloween. So I feel like during the Halloween time, it's even more extravagant and people are really going way out of their way to be something a little bit different, be something that they're not normally, that they can't normally pull off every day, but that they love to do that. And I feel like that's why they consider that the Christmas. It's their holiday. It's their fun day. Yeah, that makes sense to be to be who they are on the inside and they can express it on the outside. But how did so it's just the dressing up and the partying? I think so. That's what it seems to be. When you go through and you read these articles, just a lot of people feel like that they can come out of the closet without really sometimes being out of the closet. Um, or it's just easier for them to show their true identity because everybody else is out wearing whatever they want to wear. And it may seem like a joke to some people, but they're able to pull off the joke as being something that's real. And they're okay with that because they feel good in what they're wearing. Yeah, I think I used to feel good about being the Francis the Ladybug as a little girl. It's just like you were just okay with being the ladybug. Yeah, not who I really was on the inside, but I felt good. I felt cherry. I never really got to wear anything. Um, I grew up as a male, of course, um, identifying as a male anyway, and so therefore everything I got to wear was very more masculine or very neutral gender. Francis was a male ladybug, but he was a male. What's what's this ladybug from? A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. Okay. Yeah. You don't remember that? I have not seen A Bug's Life in <laughs> probably like 15 years. Yeah. I was tiny when I watched it. I don't know why I was Francis. Well, I remember it was super popular when we were little. Or at least it seemed like it was super popular at the time. Was there ever a costume that you really wanted to wear that you never got to wear growing up? I'm sure there was. Um, I saw you as the pink Power Ranger at one point, and you were so adorable. I hated that it had to be pink. I wanted to be green. She wanted to be the Green Ranger. Wanted to be Tommy. Yeah. But I also I was not a big Power Ranger fan. I don't know how I got into that. I think because the neighborhood kids were all into Power Rangers. Maybe I said something, and maybe that's how that happened. I don't know. I was adorable. My sister was a mouse. Oh, God. We have a home video of that. It's hilarious. She's sitting there, like, squeaking like a mouse, and I'm karate chopping her as a Power Ranger. <laughs> well, Power Rangers did fight with all kinds of creatures, so it might have been a big mouse oh, at one yeah. point. If I ever had another choice to be anything, I think I'd want to be, like, dress up in, like, the most frilly, like craziest, like, dress I could probably find. I think that'd be so fun. Like as an adult, or what you could have done as a kid? No, right now. Why not right now? Uh, um, I don't know. You don't seem to be into Halloween the same as 
what I am, I think. I'm more into the getting excited to dress up every year and what I can be. And I just, I don't think you seem to have that same. Well, I mean, I can dress up whenever I want. Like, I can go to anime conventions and just dress up. So, it is nice that I have another day to wear my expensive costume. And be a ninja. Go be a ninja. Go be that Power Ranger. Go be a pink Power Ranger again. No. It's morphin' time. No. <laughs> Alright, well, if any of you want to get on our Facebook and let us know what you think it means to have Halloween is the gay Christmas um, for LGBTQ and why it might mean that for you, um, just get on Facebook. We're curious to hear what your thoughts and ideas are about that. Yeah. Um, tell us about what you've done to celebrate, if anything's meant anything, especially, I don't know, meaningful and made you feel happier getting to be your fabulous gay self. Your true self. Yes, girl. Yeah. Pharrell. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll be right back. Um, Holly has... A, is it a video game? You got a game to share with us, don't you? Um, today, since we were talking about costumes, I'm actually wanting to talk about more of playing as the opposite gender in RPG or MMORPG games. Oh, very interesting. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Hey everybody! Holly's over here just laughing away. She just thinks life is funny <laughs> on this wonderful Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 <laughs> um. Okay. So I wanted to talk about the cross-dressing or being a different gender and video games. And I remember being a kid, that wasn't a big thing. Most video games were usually male characters. Um, so for a female, I'm used to playing as a male, and I often still pick a male if they only have skimpy outfits for the girls that are not going to protect them from goblins hitting them. You know, like the bikinis. But I've noticed I was in a guild for a few years in one of the games, uh, Black Desert Online was one of the big ones, and Elder Scrolls Online. And I noticed a lot of the female characters were actually males. And some guys make fun of it, but I noticed there's a lot of them. And yeah, some of them do it just because they want to stare at their good-looking females the whole time. But a lot of guys have said that they see girls play male characters all the time, so why can't they play girl characters? Like... Maybe they do want to play somebody that's pretty, or a lot of females get... Sometimes they get more attention, especially in MMORPGs. I don't understand why, but I have noticed it. A lot of it. Some of it's unwanted attention. But, I don't know, maybe it's nice for them to step into the shoes of getting noticed just for being a girl. That's interesting. Um, I've always felt that a female character is 
to me, they've always seemed more powerful. I mean, when you get in the real world, you have, like, guys, you got muscles, and they're strong and everything. And then when you have a girl, you know, she doesn't show off the muscles. She doesn't show off um, having to be that cocky, you know, I can kick some butt kind of a thing, like what a guy does. And to me, there's something mythical about it. There's something magical about a girl being able to... Um, be tough and go fight monsters. Yes, yes. Yeah. Showing that you don't need muscles to do that. You don't need to be um, this brawny guy to save the day. That anyone can do it. All you need is that little bit of power inside yourself. Whether well, it's that's also nerdy males though. The ones, a lot of the ones playing the games are no muscle and nerdy. So do you think that it is the the nerds are just this is the way that they view themselves as some kind of weak girl or something? I mean, what do you mean by that? Well, I kind of feel like, at least from my perspective, I am more of a tomboy, but for me it's not about fighting or being strong. For me it's more of going on an adventure and I love to go see new places and everybody wants to be super active and like have superhero powers and that's essentially what you get in any video game. You're a superhero. You do all kinds of things nobody can do, even with muscle. No muscle. I can't sit there and like fly through the sky with lightning going through my body as I crash into a fire monster. It's just fun to see your mind get to explode in a visual screen that used to only be in imagination. Well, it's funny that you say all that because um, I've noticed that most of your characters that you choose are male characters on your games. And you said that you grew up because you wouldn't have much of a choice playing other characters. You know, you have Mario... Um, you have Link, you had some of those, and then as you start to get into um, Xbox or PlayStation, you know, there were a few female characters, but you still primarily had male characters. Yeah, my reason for that is because a lot of video games try to make girls look skimpy and super girly. A lot of games are getting better, though, and they're giving you the option of being super skimpy or tomboyish and if games actually have that then I will be a female if I get to be more of who I am but if they don't if it's just skimpy outfits or dresses and skirts then I will be the male character because I want to enjoy what I'm looking at I might I do often make my male character look as effeminate as I can so he probably looks a little flamboyant but it's okay. What character? Well, you usually play as super girly characters because you like the more dressy, girly outfits. I do. I, I think a lot of that is because I, as a teenager, I didn't get to wear a lot of skimpier clothes. And you know, as I get older, I'm trying to be a little bit more modest as much as I can, trying to be the adult that I am. Um, so. At that point, I have the opportunity to be a girl that wears something a little bit more, 
I guess less modest. I don't know if that's where we're going to go with that. It's something like I can wear a two-piece bikini, you know, on a on a game or a crop top. Whereas I probably can't get away with that as easy right now. And I'm sure that's what a lot of transgenders do. I'm sure that they do that. You know, a male character is played probably by a, um, a transgender male. And then a female character is played by a transgender female. Yeah. Getting to be who you are and who you want to be. That way you kind of feel like you are the hero saving the day in the game. It goes back to being mythical. I like to be that something special, that unicorn in the world where not everyone's like me and I'm not expected to be like everybody else. Yeah, I think a lot of people want to feel that way. Not feel as ordinary and just another person on the planet. Well, are there any games out there um, tonight that you know of that are doing any kind of special Halloween events that you might partake in or you might want to partake in? Oh, I mean, there's a ton of games, but the one I've been focusing on right now is Elder Scrolls Online. They're doing a Halloween event until November 2nd, and you're just going and getting special items, fighting the bad guys, collecting gear, normal stuff. I'm playing um, the card game Q, and I know that they're doing a Halloween event as well, so... You might just get on, see what uh, your favorite game has going on tonight, but I think that's it. I think we're done for the day. Yeah, um, I hope everybody has a safe and happy Halloween. Not too many candy comas, or don't have too many drinks if you're out enjoying the grown-up side of it. Definitely, definitely do not drink and drive. I know this isn't a huge drinking and driving holiday, but, um... Definitely don't do that. We don't need anyone dying or getting hurt. There's a lot of little kiddos out on the road there. So just make sure you are very aware of your surroundings, who's in front of you, who's around you, and let's take care of those kiddos on the road. Oh, you mean like if you're pre-gaming and going? Because I was like, well, kids are going to be up at 1 in the morning (laughs) when you're driving drunk from the bar. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't get it. I mean, you got uh, places, you got people that like to go from places to places really early on. Oh, like bar hopping or something? Yeah, bar Um, hopping, Halloween parties, clubs, whatnot, whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And if you have hoverboards, put on some white sheets and go ride your hoverboard at night. Be a ghost. Look super creepy. (laughs) Mwahahaha. (laughs) well share with us uh, pictures of your Halloween costumes and again tell us what you think about the Halloween being the gay Christmas and once again stay safe and we will see you next week and you all have an absolutely wonderful Halloween have a super fabulous Halloween girls
Thanks for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl.com and check out our Facebook page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us here from YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.